what's up everybody as always i like to try to start a minute or two early so that i can get some people on the live first so it's a little loud it's a little loud in my ear um but let's see let me go ahead and share this to my page and what's up, every ooh we come on, team. gotta be ghetto. <sighs> All right, John. This is cool. Wow. What's up, everybody? And thank everybody for tuning in. I have an exciting show. I have really been kind of ready to do the show since Saturday. Um, well, I'll say since Sunday. Um, Saturday was exciting. We'll get to that. But definitely since Sunday. Um, so I am going to give it another couple of seconds. What's up, everybody? This is exciting. Ooh. All right, y'all. So as always, I like to give a quick opening. Um, kind of like I guess I this is just me opening my show before I start um my music. So let me first start by I mean, I just want to say what's going on in Oxford, Michigan is so tragic. Like not the fact that this is the first place that something like this has happened, but the fact that it is so close to home for me and spiraling out of control from what happened in Oxford. Um, it's been a whole bunch of death threats. I mean, school shooting threats and all of that. I'm sorry. Might as well be a death threat. Um, so I just first want to start my show by saying, y'all, let's get this together. Let's get our kids together and let's figure this out. Like I told, I had to tell my own child, I have a school day, a school age child that I did keep out of school. Um, for some threats that spiraled out of control after that. Um, you go ahead and want to follow the crowd and get it in front of, I mean, be a part of all of this. And know you're going to take that ill, you're going to take that felony by yourself. I'm not paying no fines. I'm not doing that. I had to let her know how serious this was. So, y'all, we got to get it together. Um, my hearts, my prayers, my thoughts, and everything is with the families of the deceased there in Oxford and everything else, y'all. Um, so I just really wanted to open my show and start with that. Um, but without further ado, y'all, let's get this show started. And again, welcome into the second season, third fourth episode, I'm sorry, of Sports Talk With Me, your girl, Whitney B. Now, again, y'all, I really, 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 really wanted to do the show, like I said, Saturday after the big win with Michigan. Michigan is now the Big Ten champs. I told y'all. I told y'all they was going to do it. Um, But the Lions, the Lions won their first game this weekend. And it's... <laughs> I mean, y'all, Aiden Hutchinson is a finalist for the Heisman. I'm 
overwhelmed with stuff to talk about for real. Um, I do apologize for anybody who's going to watch this live and listen later on. Um, the majority of this is about to, well, basically all of this is about to be about football. Um, I feel kind of biased because football is my favorite sport, but I mean, it's just been so much going on this past week since the last show last Tuesday about football. I mean, what, what more are we to talk about guys? Like, Ooh, I'm fine, Zach. Thank you. How are you doing tonight? And thank you for tuning in. So huh, let me, okay. You know what? Let me start by just going around the NFL real fast. Um, the LA Rams, they did beat the Jags. We expected it. Uh, Matthew Stafford finally won another game after those two horrible losses. I think it was actually three horrible losses. Um, but they still in the hunt child. They, they not out of the playoff talks yet. So congratulations to Matthew Stafford. Um, I mean, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. What the real, the, the only real time we should talk about Tom Brady is when they like in a situation where he didn't lost two or three in a row. And it's like, what are we doing? Honestly, even though Green Bay was in a um, bye week this week, I do believe the only two front runners, well, honestly, I'm, it's still three to me. Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, and um, Jonathan Taylor in Indianapolis for MVP. Now, I know the MVP is much of a quarterback, um, you know, trophy or whatever y'all want to call it, but I do think... I don't know. And it's like Indianapolis came, got away from the run this week. So I, it's just real weird. Like how teams will be so great at something and then they'll play. And then it's like, well, what happened to the run game? Because that's kind of how it was with Jonathan Taylor this past week with Indianapolis. But anywho, um, Pittsburgh, y'all, they be, um, who they be? Um, the Ravens. Oh my God. Out of all the games, I'll say this weekend, that probably was the most entertaining one of them all. Um, Big Ben, big, I, I do believe that Ben Roethlisberger has been listening to people talk about how his time is up, and his time is still up. I mean, you can come back. You can do all of that, Ben. It's over. Go ahead and retire. Get out of here and enjoy your life, Ben. Um, do it, Ben. But... Them two-point conversions at the end, y'all, basically, that's the only reason why the Ravens lost. Like, they did not want to go for it in overtime, so we're going to go for two. They went for two. It didn't work. Uh, Watt was all in um, – what's his name from the Ravens, y'all? Uh, um, the quarterback, Lamar Jackson, he was all in his face. The throw was kind of off. Two-point two conversion didn't happen, and oh, my God, Pittsburgh won. The thing about it is it I think the only thing it hurt with Lamar Jackson is the fact that he not in the talks for the MVP no more. At least he shouldn't be. As far as the team, like everybody in the AFC in that pole position is kind of in the same spot. Now, yes, it would have kept them at the top. Um, definitely because the Patriots, I mean the Patriots. Literally, the wind blew out the whole game yesterday, um, Monday Night Football. It was something else. I'll get to that in a second. But the Patriots is at the top of the AFC. Who would have thought? Um, so I think that if they went out there still, you know, in the perfect position, 
that they always were. Lamar Jackson, he's been doing some dynamic things, but he's still turning that ball over. Come on, Lamar, what what are we doing here? Either way it go, if I have to say what was the most entertaining game for me this weekend outside of the Lions win, because, of course, I mean, what are we doing here? Hey, boo. Um, But, no, I think it was that game. It was great. Uh, Seattle. Seattle got their win this weekend against San Fran. Um, perfect for them because San Francisco is in their division. They've been choking. Russell Wilson, he did his thing. Pete Carroll lives to see another day. Great win for Seattle. Um, the kids, I love me some Sierra and them kids. Them, them Wilsons is something else. On a, on a whole nother level, they should be family goals for a lot of people. Like, just beautiful. Love them. They were happy Russell got the win. I was happy Russell got the win. It's been a long time coming. Okay. Monday night football, y'all. Listen, I was like, what am I watching? First and foremost, I hate commercials. Like, I have gotten so spoiled with, like, having the internet apps. You know, it's not cable TV. You just watch, re record what you want to watch, and boom. So, nine times out of ten, if it's not something I'm just, it's nothing else on TV, I'm going to watch my picture right now. Uh, and, yes, I did call it my picture. I'm still from the old school. But I do not like to watch, like, Monday Night Football when it first starts, stuff like that. Like, I had to be able to fast forward through the commercials. So I don't even think I started watching the game until it was almost halftime, maybe. And, I, of course, I watched it from the beginning. But I was literally so bored. Like, what am I watching? The whole game, it was, like, pass. I mean, it was – um, hand the ball off, hand the ball off, hand the ball off, punt, <laughs> hand the ball off, hand the ball off, hand the ball off, punt, <laughs> hand the ball off, fumble, hand the ball off, hand the ball off, punt, fumble. Like, what are we? I was more entertained by the wind, okay? I was, I was like, ooh, let's see if somebody throw the ball and see what the wind do. Belichick told Mac Jones, don't you do it. Okay, because Mac Jones was not what he, I think he attempted three passes, maybe off of under 20 yards. I mean, and they won a game, they beat the Bills, they won, <laughs> and that was a whole game. Um, now Josh Allen he did throw the ball a few times and he did not turn it over. It was so hard for Stefan Diggs, especially when he was in that end zone and could have scored. And they was in a, in a the announcers, I feel like they was trying to show us, but they wasn't going to get that angle of the ball um, when they kept playing a replay. But because I was trying to see, like, let me see how this ball is, what's going on with the ball, basically. But, yes, I was very much more entertained with how the weather was affecting the game last night than the actual game. It's A lot of the games are boring. Um, and what's up with, with all of these balls hitting the goalposts from these kickers? It's like they're going to hit the goalpost and go in or not. I don't know. This is just a weird season um, in the NFL for me. But I'm I'm very much excited um, for the NFL. I'm excited for football. Um, and let's just move it along a little bit. Um, so around Michigan, though, all of the D1 colleges did make it to um, bowl games this year. Y'all, I'm – That's a big deal. Very, very much so. Even though Michigan State 
did not go as far as they wanted to. Ten and two, not bad. Still, congratulations to Mel Tucker and the guys over there. Um, they will be going to the Peach Bowl. They played Pittsburgh December thirtieth. Uh, that's a Thursday. I'm I'm excited to see. I really think that they're gonna give it to um, Pittsburgh. To be honest, I don't even know if they plan their little beloved Kenny Pickett. I'm sure everybody going to want to look at this game to see what he got to give because he's a Heisman finalist and Kenneth Walker wasn't. You know what? Let's just talk about that right quick because Hutch for Heisman, yes, I've been saying it for a couple weeks now, but I've also been saying even before Hutch for Heisman, um, Kenneth Walker, like what are we doing here in – and how, if you going to put in Kenny Pickett, did you not put in Kenny Walker? Like, I, it, it's almost like the college football people, I don't, it's probably who you know. It's not even what you know no more. Because at the end of the day, um, what, what, what are we putting Kenny in for? Like, what, what, what's dynamic about this man? Like, what, what makes him better than Kenneth Walker? Like, Kenneth Walker, we watch him basically win the games like Michigan was up like the only loss Michigan took this year was to Michigan State and it's because of Kenneth Walker like I don't know I feel like he was robbed this is the thing if Kenneth Walker would have been put in as a Heisman finalist would he have won the Heisman no he wouldn't have but it would have been nice for him to even get the invitation because I mean what are we doing here like what did Michigan State not go from from a poor um season last year i think they only won like two or three games maybe or something like that two ten and two like they beat michigan beat penn state you know they took their horrible l to ohio state okay i mean people people figured that anyway they people thought ohio state was gonna beat michigan i mean people think georgia gonna beat michigan but we know and they took their other l to purdue which okay i get it but it's kind of like we knew that was a trap game anyway. So what are we doing here? You know, it, uh, is Kenneth Walker being um, punished because they took him out of the Youngstown game? Is he being punished because um, of being taken out a little bit in the Ohio State game? Like what? I'm just confused. I'm, I'm, I don't know. And I feel sorry for him. But the college football people, them Heisman voting people, they done bought Bryce Young. He's going to New York from Alabama. He he deserves it. Um, Aiden Hutchinson, of course. C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. Boo. And Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh. Okay. I personally want Aiden Hutchinson to win again. I mean, win it because, I mean, to be honest, I do think it's going to be between Stroud and Hutchinson. I, I mean, not Stroud, but Bryce Young and Hutchinson. I don't even know. You know, they got to invite other people there. You know, if you had Stroud there, you might as well have had Walker. You know, but either way it go, especially, you know what, CJ Stroud is a freshman. Bryce Young being a freshman and doing what he's doing in Alabama, it just proves that Nick Saban is like the guru of, of, of football. Like, I mean, a freshman, you know. Hey, it'll be great. Could you imagine being a freshman in college football and you win a Heisman your whole freshman year? I mean, the ceiling and, and the level of opportunity to drop on this young man's lap, especially with name, image, and likeness. Like, my God. <laughs> like, oof. 
Either way it go, in, in my opinion, it's going to be between Bryce Young and Aiden Hutchinson. I'm so happy for Aiden Hutchinson, y'all. Just, just seeing this young man make it here, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure his father and his mother, they're proud of him. You know, this was his dream. It's a, your dream to actually come true, and now you're in this the position that you're in. Beautiful. I'm happy for him. I'm going to cry like it's me if he wins. Or maybe, yes, I'll probably cry like it's me. I was going to say like he is my child, but no. I might act like it's me. I might just have to act like it's me, y'all. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just going to be honest. Uh, moving right along, though, yes, I'm very, very happy for Michigan State playing Pittsburgh in the Peach Bowl again on December 30th. Michigan, of course, will be um, – in the Orange Bowl on New Year's Eve in Miami. And that's the playoffs, the semifinal start. You got the Orange Bowl, you got the Cotton Bowl, Cincinnati, and Bama. Let me just touch on this. I'm sure I'm going to bring this back up. I'm sure the college football people rigged it. Either way, it had to go for Georgia and Michigan to play. Um, but what I don't like is the fact that they put – Michigan at number two and not at number one. Like, if you really felt that Alabama was the better team, then it should have went Georgia, Alabama, Michigan, um, Cincinnati. I think, yeah, Cincinnati was number four or whatever. I can't believe they put Alabama over Michigan. Like, in that case, and I really think it was because they didn't want to put Georgia in the last seat because, I mean, it would have been horrible for Georgia to be under Cincinnati, but if, of the way y'all been putting out these rankings every week, it's messed up very much so that Michigan had to be put in the number two position when they blew Iowa out like 40, uh, 42 to three. Okay. You know, Alabama did not blow Georgia out like that. Now, was it a good game? Yes, it was, but it wasn't as good as the Michigan Iowa game. Like they literally kept them out of the ends. I don't even know what Iowa team showed up, to be honest. Like, where were they? I I don't know. I'm happy they didn't show up. To be honest, and I told y'all Michigan was going to win. Michigan's run game this season is so dynamic, y'all. Like, they have literally proven to run over all of the teams that they have played against. Like, and I, to be honest, I think they're going to run all over Georgia again. But I do think that Kay McNamara is going to have to use his arm. I hope between now and um, New Year's Eve, Kay is hitting the weight bench because he's going to have to lunge that ball down the field against Georgia. It's going to we – we can't just depend on our run game, I feel like, when it comes to the Orange Bowl. No. This is our first playoff appearance. Yes, the run game has got us there. But if anything, if I was a film watching um, coach or player, one thing I'm going to do for sure is make sure we can do what we have to do to stop the run. So they're going to be focused on that. Even though I don't think they're going to successfully stop the run, do I think they're going to work on that for these next couple of weeks? Yes. So I think that we're going to have to do some very good pass plays and work on how to get the ball down the field. With that being said, I think that they will incorporate J.J. McCarthy a lot more because, I mean, this is what he do. 
Now y'all know I love me some JJ, right? Did y'all see JJ run down that field and help block for that touchdown? Listen, that's my quarterback, okay? I said, that man, that young man is the future of Michigan football. And he too, he's also a freshman. I think that once JJ get in there and he's the starter and everything, he could win a Heisman, definitely be on a Heisman watch one day because he is dynamic. He's a runner, he's a thrower, and he a blocker. That's a triple threat, okay? <laughs> All right, I loved it. I Listen, we not replacing Harbaugh, okay, y'all? I'm tired of hearing it. Harbaugh tired of hearing it. Listen, the Michigan players, they all literally held it together. <laughs> like, when everybody counted them out all season, Michigan started literally unranked. Michigan and Michigan State started unranked. From the first game, okay, Michigan worked their way up in the, in the ranks, but to make it to the college football playoffs for the first time, they Big Ten champions haven't they haven't been Big Ten champions since two thousand and four. You know this year has put them in a position to really, 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 really shine. Even though it was that one loss to Michigan State, with that one loss to Michigan State, um, yeah, it's a rivalry game, you know. But to be able to come back and beat Ohio State, beat Penn State, beat Iowa, like these teams have also been a thorn on the side of Michigan. Basically, most of these Big Ten teams, to see them, you know, do Maryland like that. It, I'm I'm just so happy, and I feel like just with all of the smack talk that has been going on there in Michigan, as far as fire the coach, who they going to hire? You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure Jim, he heard all this when he was getting rid of, you know, everybody. They got rid of that defensive coordinator, got the guy in from um, the Ravens and all of that, and it's been working. And I'm so happy, just genuinely, that this is going right for Jim Harbaugh because this, too, is his dream. This man won a Big Ten championship in Michigan. His father worked in the um, state. He worked for the college at some point. You know, like, this is his family. This is his dream as well, just to see this team, like, gel together and everything. Like, I'm – listen, when they – put the Gatorade on Jim Harbaugh before the game was over. I was like, yes, celebrate before the game is over. And and I'm never one, like, even for the Super Bowl, I don't care about the trophy ceremony. Like, who? I'm not watching that. It's other stuff on, to be honest. And, and I'm just being honest. I was so happy. I was literally crying when they gave them the, um, the championship trophy, when Aiden Hutchinson was named the MVP. Like, I don't know. I'm such a fan. I'm, I'm, I don't know. That's why I say Michigan should be number one. They should be playing Cincinnati. Cakewalk game. Let's get to the natty. But the way these people be up, these people's behinds, um, I really feel like it's rigged at this point. And not to say Nick Saban's not good or whatever, but it really should be a Georgia and Alabama semifinal. Whoever win that game is going to go to the finals because what are we doing? Like, no one's going to watch the national championships at, at, as as big as they would if it was a, a Michigan and probably Alabama or whatever, because Alabama is more than likely going to beat Georgia again. But hey, who knows? I don't know. I'm I'm just happy Michigan is the Big Ten champions. I have been rooting for this since the very beginning of the season. I appreciate all of my loyal viewers. 
and listeners and everything because we literally have been on this road together. Even when it came to Michigan State, y'all, I wasn't even much of a Michigan State football fan, watcher or none of that. But the fact that I started this show, I did not want to be biased or seen biased. Like, I just love Michigan over Michigan State. Um, so, you know, and, and I told y'all, Kenneth Walker literally sucked me in. He made me a believer. Mel Tucker, too. Mel definitely made me a believer as well. But just to be such a Michigan fan and to see this team where they are right now and the potential to where they can go, I'm I'm excited. I'm very excited. Y'all, um, my daughter's father told me today he was going to the um, game in Miami, and I was like, oh, I'm jealous. You know, I'm jealous. That's all I could tell him is I'm jealous. But, hey, you, you'll be there to watch Michigan run all over Georgia and win this game. So I'm happy. I'm happy at the same time because I know we're going to win. Mark my words. Whew. That was a lot. Y'all, our boys did it, okay? I'm so speechless. Like, I know I'm usually speechless when the Lions lose, and I'm like, what are we talking about here? But the Lions won. They won that first game. It was super Lions fashions, like comeback, fourth quarter win. But the Lions literally have lost so many games, like with the nick in the nick of time, basically. Like, I'm just even the last Minnesota win, like it was a last second field goal. Baltimore, last second field goal. Lions win this time. Last minute touchdown, last second touchdown. I mean. They go down the field, little over a minute, no timeouts, had to convert on fourth down twice. Literally the touchdown, the score to uh, go off to St. Brown, fourth down play in the end zone. What kind of defense was Minnesota winning? They, I don't say, I don't want to say they wanted to lose because who wants to lose, especially to the Lions, the winless Lions. This is a divisional game at the end of the day. Nope. And then you know what? Let me let me touch on this before I even get super excited here. People talking about oh, people celebrating like the Lions won a Super Bowl, whatever. The Lions won a first game in three hundred um, I think sixty four days or something like that. Damn, one day off from a year, and we can't be happy. Oh, the Lions fans are crazy. Blah blah blah. You know. Other fan bases are crazy. I look at the Dallas fan base, and I'm still trying to figure out what makes them America's football team. I probably have said that several times on this show. Like, why Why do we care? Other teams have these crazy fans. Why can't the Lions have crazy fans? Or why can't we be excited for a win? It wasn't only a win. It was a divisional win. So regardless of whatever, we're not swept in our division. Nope, because we beat Minnesota and could possibly beat Green Bay because more than likely they're going to want to sit out all the good players. Last last uh, regular game of the season, we're going into the playoffs. Home game, we might beat Green Bay. I don't even think they care. I, I mean, the Lions play Denver next week. The way Denver played Kansas City Sunday Night Football, I don't know what Teddy Bridgewater is doing, but Jared Goff, he earned his name, y'all. Like, I call this man Joff. I told y'all last week he has to earn his name 
Jared Goff has earned his name for this week. You know, it's still week by week. You're doing good this week, Jared. Jared Goff. Um, did the did Dan Campbell cause some gutsy cause? Yes. Um, he just gotta learn. But what kills me, one about people, oh, the Lions, they they celebrating like they want because we did. We did. I'm happy. You know, this is the start of something new. Because me, I was almost like, oh, my God, I I don't want the Lions to go 0-17. Then we got that tie with Pittsburgh. And I was like, ooh, we ain't going 0-17 no, no more. But we can still be winless. Now we 1-1. 27-29 to victory, baby. Victory. Dan Campbell, the team, all of them, I'm happy to see them celebrate. One thing's for sure and two things for certain. Dan Campbell still has so much control of that locker room, even though they were winless. It's like the celebration that we were all able to witness via TV because I wasn't in the locker room. A lot of y'all wasn't in the locker room either. But that celebration, to see them celebrate with their coach and to love their coach and all of that, it, it proves to me so much that he he has so much control of his locker room. And I'm that's exciting because they could be losing and then hate their coach and it's just, what are we doing here? You know, I'm, I'm after just all of that to see that. I'm excited to see where the team is going, like this being a real rebuild. The word rebuild, though, they literally should take that out, at least in football, because all these teams talking about they on a rebuild. Honey, the Patriots was at the top. <laughs> Tom Brady left. They bought in Cam Newton. I believe last season they won about seven games, six, seven games, something like that. Um, wasn't wasn't bad. You know, wasn't Patriots level, but it wasn't bad. And look at Mac Jones now. What are they, eight and four? Something like that. Um, nine and four, maybe something like that. Um, I don't want to hear nothing about a rebuild. Like, Bill, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's Bill Belichick. Like, maybe he is just an NFL guru as well. Like I said about Nick Saban. Like, I don't know what's the proper term to use for it, but I don't know. I'm hoping with the draft. And everything, the Lions continue to build on defense. Um, Okuda should come back next season. Hopefully, he does not continue to be such a horrible draft pick. Um, Panay Suell, he at the top of the uh, professional football focus rankings for right tackle. I think he was, like, number two last week, number two this week. Now, who knew he was going to be this guy sitting on the right side? Because, um, what was that? Preseason, we was like, what is he doing? Then Taylor Decker got hurt. The Bosa, he was all bragging about him. Oh, he going to do good. Now, he has had his ups and downs on the left side, but he moved right over to the right side, and he was like, you know what? I'm going to do what I got to do for this team, and boom. What I am seeing is that Jared Goff, with the right people, Jared could do what he needs to do. Now, do I think he's the quarterback of the future for the Lions? No. But is he trying to work to show that week by week? I think so. It's, it's good to see his confidence come in, and maybe this win will show his confidence. Two, another thing, I don't know if I said A or one, so we're going to go to two or B. I'm sick of y'all 
talking about these damn draft picks. Oh, the Lions won a game. They're ruining their draft potential. Oh, this draft. Dra First and foremost, the draft is cool. Yes, we love the draft. Kudos for the draft. Happy for the draft. But the Lions should not be playing for to lose. They should be playing to win. This is what y'all get paid for. This is what the fans want to see. Why do you want to be a fan of a, a losing-ass team? If the Lions could win out right now, I would be so happy. Congratulations for the Lions. They're learning on the fly. They're improving. They're doing what they got to do. If every team was playing to have number one draft picks, Green Bay wouldn't be where they are. Tampa Bay wouldn't be where they are. The, the damn Rams for sure wouldn't give away all their draft capital and be trying to trade veterans to be where they are. These teams play to win. They play to get to the Super Bowl. They don't play to have a number one draft pick. So it's weird to me to hear all these weak-ass fans talk about, oh, well, the Lions are, they're going to lose their draft capital. Oh, well, the Lions are losing their number one spot. Like, and it's one game. The Lions win one game. They go into this week 0-10-1. They win one game, and now all of a sudden, oh, the Lions are, they're going to, they just suck. You want them to win. I, I feel like this. If I was Dan Campbell and Sheila, and the rest of them Brad Holmes, damn if I do, damn if I don't. Because it would have been more shit people would have been talking if the Lions would have lost that game. So what conversation are we having? Do Are we excited that they won finally? Yes, the Lions haven't won a game since they fired Matt Patricia. It was crazy about this as a Lions fan. This man is sitting over there in, in, in New England right now winning. I mean, your team literally has the potential to go right back to the Super Bowl. You win, damn, another ring, but you come over here to the Lions. You do nothing but the team, for the team, I'm sorry, but make them worse. But our fan base, we either happy or we sad, like... Or we can't be fucking happy. That's what's crazy. Like, oh, um, the Lions, they're not going to pick number one. They're not going to pick. Like, what? Do, why do we want the team to continue to be picking in the top five? Like, what are we doing here? What What did we bring the coach in for? Oh, in the beginning of the season, this coach got to be the one to turn it around. This rebuild got to be the one to count. They lose, and all of a sudden, well, it's cool. They can be a losing team. Oh, don't celebrate too much. <laughs> like, I'm... I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I truthfully and honestly, I think that this is an up for the Lions. Um, do I feel like they only gonna have this one win for the season at this point? No. I think they can win against Denver next week, and I definitely think they can take Green Bay um at the at the end of the season. They they almost took Green Bay um in the first game. But Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers and the Lions is gonna choke. Period. And and that was in Wisconsin, so we you you know how that goes in Wisconsin as well. But yes, the Lions will continue to have their number one draft pick. If if Jacksonville can win another game as well, and and Houston can win another game, then the Lions, for you fans who are so hell bent on draft picks, will continue to have a number one draft pick, even if they won these three games. But let's not jump the gun. It, it, the Lions are still the worst team in the NFL. But did we win this week? Yes. And we won a divisional game. 
So let us be happy. All of us. Everybody, oh, why Sheila Ford so happy? Because this was her first win as well. She just took over the team. This is her win as well. Like, let these people celebrate. Some of y'all stick so far up your ass, you don't even know how to smile. Get over that. That's not cool. Let these people be happy. Because at the very end of the day, if they would have lost, like I said, a lot of y'all going to be, oh, Lions done lost again. They lost again. Jared Joff, he suck. Dan Campbell, ooh, boo him. No, they did what they had to do. Dan Campbell, he knew he caught them weak-ass calls. He said it in, the, in, in that post-game thing. I, I made some gutsy calls. Things didn't go so well. But, hey, he did what he had to do. Minnesota let up on the defense. Why was he so wide open right there? You know, at the goal line, like, on the fourth down play, we would have been so man-to-man. It would have been, like, sandwiched. But no, they played the zones. I don't even know what kind of defense that was. And boom, bam, Lions got their first win, 27 to 29. This was the best weekend in, in football for me. Like, Michigan won, the Lions won, the Rams won, the Bucks won, the Seahawks won. Like, all of my favorite quarterbacks won. Aaron Rodgers did not play. He's not my favorite. I was happy to not have to sit here and talk about how good he is of a quarterback. It was good for me. The only the only downfall of the weekend was why did they not put Michigan at number one? But it's cool. If the college football people want to be biased and all of that, fine. But mark my words today, December 7th, 737, Michigan is going to go all the way. They're going to have to, if not this year, because it was not this year, give Michigan the respect that they truthfully deserve. And I don't even think it's just about Michigan. It's the schools in the state. Because look at how they playing Kenneth Walker on the Heisman. You know, that's no respect. So, I'm... I'm happy. I'm happy. Y'all, one day I'm probably going to be voting on that board. And, you know, I, I probably sit on the board like, no. <sighs> as long as they don't see this part of the video, that's all. But thank y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in, for listening, for watching. For everybody, however you get your weekly dose of Sports Talk with Winnie B, thank y'all so much. I have been, again, excited and ready to talk about this all week. Um, oh, you know, one thing I did not mention about Michigan, I saw it earlier and I want to shout out our friend JJ McCarthy. He is donating his name, image and likeness money, um, to several children hospitals around, um, the country, uh, Penn state children's mod, um, and some other ones. He's also giving, donating money to the families in Oxford, um, and other charities amongst Oxford. This guy is a freshman. I don't believe I said it earlier when I was talking about him. So I did want to mention it again. Now, I love JJ. Thank you, JJ. That, that, that is a stand-up guy. That's the guy that we want to see be our quarterback in the future. I, Kay McNamara, he cool, but JJ is definitely 
the future of um, the Michigan basketball, I mean, I'm sorry, the Michigan football program. So, again, that's it for real. I am very, 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 very thankful for all of you. Please, um, you know, write me, continue to um, go to the website, www.mywhitneyb.com, and make sure you subscribe so you can stay up to date on everything. Follow me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at mywhitneyb. Definitely reach out to me. Let me know what you want me to talk about, what you want to hear. Um, if some games is on, you want to just talk sports or whatever, hit me up. Also, the call-in number for the show is going to be posted soon. Um, if you guys want it now, it's 989-272-3311. Um, phone lines will um, start opening up. I haven't. I had one person write me the last week and was like, oh, I want to call into your show. Okay, you already sounded prob problematic, but... Phone lines will be open. I'm ready to argue and talk to anybody. We don't have to argue, but we could definitely talk. And if you want to argue about sports, I mean, it's sports. We argue in the beginning, but we come together at the end. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love all y'all. I'm about to get up out of here. So without further ado, peace out.